Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. In the past two weeks, I've flown out to Houston twice to talk with the sales reps for Daikin Comfort Technologies North America, formerly known as Goodman Air Conditioning and Heating. Daikin recently purchased the Goodman company and brand, and as a result, provided its upscale line as another opportunity for additional sales and new customers through the previous Goodman Territorial sales reps and their dealers. As I thought about my presentation, I was inspired to start with these words, you have what it takes, because this was a huge change requiring new skills for these previous Goodman-only sales reps, and they needed to know they could successfully make the transition, especially with the recent lowering of optimism in the United States. And I want you to please see my previous podcast, How to Increase Optimism in the Salespeople on Your Team. I was really there to speak with them about the implications of their individual results from taking the CTS sales profile assessment, how certain genetically-based personality traits impacted their sales, but because of the massive change in front of them, I widened my topic to what they could do to successfully increase their skills and income for themselves and their dealers. You see, it was now crucial for them to deepen their ability and understanding of consultative sales skills, not just to develop and keep relationships with dealers, but also to teach them and themselves the importance of a sales process, a process that contained an analysis or listening step prior to presentation a sales process that would work better with a more discerning customer, a process that was value-focused and not price or product focus. The reason this would be important was because of the upscale Daikin line, a product line that their dealers would sell to people who would make a value-focused purchasing decision, a decision that was more concerned about value over price In other words, communicating value to a customer that wanted to know about total procurement costs over the lifetime of a unit. Previously, the Goodman line was a lower cost, good, better, best decision that they sold to customers that wanted price and and a good product. And even though with these customers, a consultative sales process was a better approach, oftentimes just an honest and authentic presentation with a technical product understanding, a a lower price, and a sufficient delivery schedule won the sale. Now, the Goodman sales reps were faced with selling the Daikin brand, a higher price product to a different kind of customer. And this would be what their dealers would face as well, at least the ones that took on the Daikin brand, because these customers would be more concerned about buying the best premium product with higher value features. For their dealers, to make this sale would require a higher level of understanding of the sales process, the psychology of influence, customer rapport building, asking questions, listening, and presenting solutions customized to a decision maker's wants, needs, and problems. Before I started my presentation, I asked them three questions. 
What are changes in the last two years affecting their income and the incomes of their dealers? What challenges do they face today to increase sales and incomes? And then what are the traits of highly effective territorial sales managers in light of these challenges and changes? I had these three questions on flip charts. And you know what happened? Without their knowing it before speaking and teaching, I was following a consultative sales process with them, asking questions and listening to their wants and needs and problems with this big Daikin change going on prior to my presentation. You know what they did? Answers to the questions came flying from different parts of the room. They came so fast, I told them I was older than them and and to slow down. And they laughed and they kept responding with their thoughts regarding the questions. This made my presentation and training easy because as we continued to talk about the need for certain skills in the sales process, I could refer back to their answers to these questions, just like a consultative salesperson would do. We thought about the difference between selling Chevrolets and Porsche or Lexus and other lower-cost vehicles. People who brought Mercedes were more educated. They were going to spend a lot of money, and they wanted to make a good decision about accessories, and they wanted to be listened to because they expected to be listened to and because they were going to spend a lot of money. I told him about the Porsche dealer in Knoxville, Tennessee, who had psychologists talk to the sales reps to help them understand how people make big decisions, decisions involving lots of money, how to listen to them at every part of the sales process from initial introductions to completing the sale and opening up a long-term relationship with a customer. For the rest of our time together, we discussed the four personality types that were thought of by Hippocrates in 5th century BC and how Different personalities viewed product purchases and how salespeople tended to sell in the style comfortable to them and not the buyer. And we talked about our children and our grandchildren and how they are different and need different approaches to be comfortable when communicating with their parents or grandparents. We also thought about certain personality traits like assertiveness and social confidence, deadline motivation, the need to control and self-promotion and compassion and their effects on the pursuit of sales results and the consultative sales process. But do you know what was really important to get the best buy-in from reps? It was for them to know that long-term relationships are created by better and better communication skills, and that the number one skill was listening, and the corollary underlying best skill was asking great questions, ones that focused on the wants needs, and problems of the most important people in their lives, their family, their friends, and their business associates. Yes, that listening in the consultative sales process was a universal and tremendously important number one interpersonal face-to-face skill, listening. I remember years ago when I used to teach speech communications and interpersonal communication in college that vendors would try to get me to recommend their textbooks to the kids taking the courses. And in every one of those textbooks, every one of those experts that wrote those books said that listening was the number one skill. Now, depending on what your reps sell, the 
pitch or the presentation may be the most stressed skill in your sales culture. It's effective for closing sales, but not for establishing long-term relationships, repeat business, or referrals. It's also not effective for decreasing customer complaints or returns or for developing a strong brand reputation. In the longer view, it's actually better and more profitable for a sales rep and a company to transition to consultative sales skills, but it's harder to establish in a pitch-oriented or product-focused culture. That's because the new habits actually require a different character in the rep and in leadership. They require a customer-focused and value-focused approach, one that centers itself in the person being served and not just in the quick sale or price-only approach. You can lead this transition. It starts with you and how you sell and see selling. Is it something you do to someone or something you do with and for someone? Is being a father or mother something you do to someone or something you do with and for someone? The same for being a wife or a husband or a friend. Actually, children know, and so do those you marry and those you sell to. What do you believe and what do you stand for? That's what makes all the difference in the best salespeople and the sales leaders in the world and the sales process they choose. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.